This is Listen Lakeland, the show that keeps you up to date on all the things that make our city a great place to live, work, and play. Today's host is a native Floridian and a graduate of Troy University and Florida State University with 35 years of experience working in state government, including eight years at Florida Polytechnic University. Now retired, he's on the board of directors for the Lakeland Rotary Club and Lakeland Vision. Please welcome your host, Rick Maxey. Welcome to the good life. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Rick Maxey, and it's great to be hosting this month's episode of Listen Lakeland. This show is an extension of Lakeland Vision, which for over two decades has been a voice for the citizens of Lakeland, working with community stakeholders to create a bright future for our city. Today on Listen Lakeland, we have Hans Steinbrenner, and Hans is president of the Lakeland Magic, a local G League team. Hans was born in Minnesota, grew up in Boise, and attended the University of Utah. Not quite Florida State or University of Florida, but it'll do. Uh, he worked in the NBA's G League for nine years, almost 10 years, came to Lakeland in 2019 um, to work with our local G League. Welcome, Hans. Thank you, Ken, sir. So let's talk a little bit about the Lakeland Magic and its position in the community. First, our listeners would like to know a little bit about you. So tell us about you, Hans. Sure. What do you want to know? Just from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. So uh, born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, moved to Boise, Idaho, grew up there, played high school basketball, football, um, kind of all the different sports, anything I get my hands on. Uh, went from there to the University of Utah. Um, I got a math degree, uh, emphasis in t- statistics. Um, and when I was there, I worked for the men's basketball team. I tried out, uh, when we were in the mountain West, um, and that kind of parlayed into working for the team, uh, fall in love on kind of the business operations of basketball and sports and seeing kind of the behind the scenes work. Um, and then was able to work from there to go to the NBA G league. Uh, the Idaho stampede was my hometown, uh, D league team at the time the, the NBA developmental league now turned G league, which I'm, we'll get to, but um, was there for two years, then went and worked with the Spurs and the Bucks um, and their G League affiliates, and then came down here in 2019. So I've been here ever since. Uh, okay, well, how did you get affiliated with? How did you start working with the G League? What happened? So um, my college coach in uh, Utah, his very first NBA or his first coaching gig was the head coach of Idaho Stampede when they're in the CBA, um, the Continental Basketball Association. So um, the minor league affiliates of basketball um, has changed a little bit over the years. Um, but then the NBA uh, took over as the NBA Developmental League and made it an effort for training players, coaches, refs. Um, and I just got very fortunate, right place, right time, extremely blessed. Um, and my coach had a connection with the owner. Um, and it was in between a master's program to go do an internship. So I did a glorified internship doing kind of, kind of all the back end pieces uh, with the team president there um, and just fell in love with uh, the business side of sports. Okay. Now you were with several other teams before you got to Lakeland. So you want to tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So two years in Idaho, um, with the jazz, uh, I helped to relocate the team to Salt Lake city. Um, they purchased and, and just like Lakeland as, as we'll get to talking to that point, um, uh, teams have wanted to have their NBA G league affiliate within the same state. Um, that wasn't the case for the jazz. 
So they moved from Boise to Salt Lake City. Then I went to the Spurs um, and worked in Austin, Texas for a year um, and was around that great organization, um, both on the NBA side and was inside their preseason and training camp. Um, but then Austin and in their war room back ends. And at the beginning of my time in the NBA G League, um, it was mostly on the basketball side with some back end business pieces. Um, but I was doing the X's and O's, cutting film, working on scouts, um, and then went from there and helped launch the Wisconsin Herd, the NBA G League team for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, the president that uh, I had worked under in Idaho um, kind of what he calls stole me the dark side, which was moving from the coaching side to the business. And um, he asked if I wanted to direct game operations. So kind of sit behind the table and put on the show for everybody. And um, you know, just get people falling in love with the team and the music and just kind of seeing NBA basketball in your backyard. Um, and I, I loved it and never, never had a second guess towards needing to go to the, the locker. I mean, our coaches do an amazing job and I love that aspect of it. Um, but really fell in love with the business and working with partners and season ticket holders and just, you know, amazing people in the community. Um, and then, yeah, met some individuals down here in Lakeland, uh, at kind of some of the NBA summits, let's call it. Um, and they convinced me Lakeland was a pretty cool spot to interview and um, talk to Shelly Wilkes, who was very involved <laughs> in the community for um, three seasons and helped launch the team here. And yeah, that's okay. made the jump. Now, there are some of our listeners who don't know what the G League is. Um, the G League is, you could equate it to AAA baseball to some extent, um, the minor league affiliate for the uh, NBA. So the Lakeland Magic feed into the Orlando Magic. Um, and what the NBA G League originally was all meant to be was to help be a proving ground and keep players, um, you know, within arm's reach for uh, getting called up to the NBA, getting their opportunity to shine on that big stage, um, rehab assignments for players if guys are needing some minutes and an easy access point. Because at the time, um, in the early 2000s, it was overseas or leagues that um, – I don't want to say weren't regulated, but they, they didn't have a proper business structure. They weren't directly affiliated with the NBA or their clubs. So, you know, there's teams that would that fall flat or, you know, not treat the players the right way or have interesting business standards. So the NBA kind of launched and said, if we get an affiliate league, um, we're going to be able to develop these referees who are retiring and, and needing to either come from the college game, which is a pretty big jump and different in rules. Um, we test out rules in the NBA G League. So, from uh, like the NBA shot clock uh, on offense, not resetting to the full 24. That was tested in the NBA G League. Um, we do testing for Gatorade. We do testing for um, uh, like overtime rules. So there's, um, uh, if we go to overtime, we play to, to seven, first seven. So every game is gonna end in a buzzer beater. Um, the NBA All-Star tried it and said, all right, let's see how the G League does for a whole entire season. And then if it works, they adopt it to the, the upper stages. But coaches come through, front office comes through. It's, it's really kind of that think tank um, and league right underneath that feeds into the NBA. So the G League is a professional basketball team, basketball league. Yes, sir. Uh, and so do any of your players transition to the regular NBA teams? Yeah, absolutely. We So the NBA, love the NBA G League so much. Um in the affiliation between. So just the other day we had, uh, I think it was the 57th time maybe in league history that there was a player that got, that played an NBA G league game, got called up and played in the NBA game that night. So like, that's how close and integrated the leagues are. 
Um, a couple years back, they changed the roster structure for the NBA. So you have 15. They know, you used to have 15 roster spots. They added two two-way contracts, they call it, so that that player is technically both part of the NBA G League and NBA. So the the number of times that we get those players is quite often. But last year we had four call-ups in one day um, that went from Lakeland straight to Orlando, played in the game. And one of the players I remember specifically is Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. I watched him play here yep. a lot. And then as, I think he started a few games for the Orlando Magic. Yeah. Yeah, he, he played either four or six games, somewhere in that range, um, I believe his rookie year. It was before I got here, so I, I don't want to speak too strictly to the numbers, but he played for a little bit. Um, and then he was a rock star and is a rock star in Orlando, um, one of the best defensive players when he when he's out there and healthy. And, um, yeah, he, he, was, he was here in the backyard, Florida State alum, um, and, yeah, crushing it. Any of the Orlando Magic players come over here either to – play or hang out or yeah yeah so markel fultz actually was at uh a game i think three games ago uh, you I might have actually been him. there I yeah a picture with <laughs> yeah no it, it's great yeah they come they support um it's family i mean a lot the, a lot of the players that are made up on g league teams were in nba preseason camps or played with those guys in college and it's very close it's, it's a family so um yeah you'll you'll never know who from the nba side from players to coaches to front office that'll be down and just supporting uh their team because a lot of the players were in orlando for a period of time um we try from from a good part or i'll say a lot of teams do i'm not in the the locker room to see firsthand but a lot of the same play structures or same ideologies go from uh coach mosley in orlando through the nba g league and, and so forth through the g league so yeah there's there's players that you'll see down here both in support um on the court everything okay great now, the team has been playing now for how many years here in Lakeland? This would be season six. Uh, have they had any success on the court? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of success. So, again, no, no credit here, but uh, we had the most wins uh, through the G League entering into this past season. We were able to win the uh, 2021 NBA G League Championship. Um, unfortunately, it was, uh, it was in a bubble environment because, uh, as we all remember, we're getting much further away as the uh, COVID restrictions and a lot of the, the issues that kind of shut down the world and sports and had uh, teams playing in front of empty venues and all that craziness. Um, during that time, we were able to win um, yeah, and, and celebrate that. So we've got a, a one-year-old trophy. It's the RGV Vipers, the Houston Rockets team, won it last year, but hopefully we can get that back this season. Okay, fantastic. Now, you guys don't just play basketball, though. The team is involved in the community. Oh yeah. Um, so, what ways does does that happen? In, in myriad of ways, I, I think um, a lot of our, our core pillars revolve around um, kids. So, like uh, up in Orlando, that there's the Orlando Magic Youth Foundation. Um, we take a, a very large stance in that of doing like reading programs, um, going to school visits. Uh, just the other day, we had Interact Alliance, a local nonprofit here in Lakeland. Um, they went and watched a, a NBA G League practice for for us and. Um, we wanted to kind of talk through um, awareness of they're all fifth graders and it was making sure that, you know, drugs and bullying and, and, and all the, the essentials of what not to do. Uh, we talked to it. We, we had the sheriff, the local sheriff come out. Um, the mayor was out and it was just kind of a conversation point. So we're, we're very much uh, ingrained in um, trying to leverage the power of the athlete and kind of the role models that they are. Um, and use their stage, use use the brand of the magic, um, and be good examples for the kids. 
Um, we work in like with the Talbot house and we work, uh, to try to fight, uh, childhood hunger and, and just hunger in general. We partner with a mosaic, um, and we have a hoops for hunger campaign. So every three pointer we make at home, there's a donation that goes to that cause. And at the end, one more child in the kids pack, um, gets, gets a check presented to them. So there's, there's a lot that we uh, are very pride, prideful of being in the city and, and supporting back and, um, yeah, a lot of different ways, both in kind, cash, camps, just just anything we can do. And on that uh, Hoops for Hunger, as I understand it, uh, you guys have raised a fair amount of money. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of taken a, a different stage. This is, I believe, our fourth season, um, and it's it's slowly grown um, from the dollar amount per basket. Uh, Mosaic is is loving it, and they they do an amazing job, and, and they care about the community. Um, but we, I believe are at like $145,000 since, uh, since we started, yeah, just straight back in the community. So, uh, yeah, huge shout out again to Mosaic, our partners, but then our guys are hitting threes. We love doing that too, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been good. Well, are you guys also involved with local high school and middle school players? Yeah. So, so we do like high school takeover. So what we'll end up doing is our mascot swish. Uh, we'll go and kind of put on shows for high schoolers, and middle schoolers, and just kind of entertain. And then within that, we'll have programming tied to uh, fitness, um, eating healthy, making you know the right choices. And um, and on top of that, then uh, we host those schools at times at our games, um, give them an opportunity to perform on our court, um, whether it's the cheerleading team, whether it's the band in the stands. Um, we really try to give back with, uh, like basketballs, Gatorade, uh, just different, different product at the end of the year, the, the league and our partners with Nike and, and Gatorade are very strong. And every year as we, we go through that, we recognize that our season's relatively slim within the year and it falls within the confines of a school year. So as we're working through that, we always acknowledge kind of like where we're at in our guys and our team's performance. But then once that's over, we, we want to make sure that we work with like Dan Talbot, um, from Polk County and, and, uh, figure out where the best needs are for, for giving those back to the kids and inspiring them. And yeah, definitely okay. support. So how do uh, local organizations, particularly nonprofits, how do they get involved with the magic and, and how can they benefit from your presence here? So we've done a various amount of, of um, giving back. And a lot of what we try to do um, is just kind of recognize, I mean, that that's the easy one, right? Like a lot of eyes are on our, our team uh, the basketball play that's happening, whether you're watching on Valley Sports Florida, which is most I mean, it's a statewide presence we uh, have from the panhandle all the way until kind of the heat territory takes over. But um, we work on public addresses, uh, courtside signage. We'll give uh, nonprofits the opportunity to have tables at our games to talk to our fans. Um, and then some of these campaigns that um, you know work with our partners uh, to do kind of some giving back, but really it's just reaching out. Um, we, we give a ton of tickets back to the nonprofits and, um, try to have them experience a great time, you know, in, in professional basketball in their backyard. Um, so yeah, it's, it's as easy as just info at lakelandmagic.com. Easy one. If any nonprofits want to reach out that way, we'll make sure to get them in the right scope. Well, I'm going to have to talk to my rotary club about that. Please <laughs> do it. Uh, now one of the things that, that I'm curious about is, something that I did when I was at Florida Poly and we had a group of students and supporters come out. And if we got to a certain number, then the president got to throw out the game ball or something of that nature. Do you guys have those kinds of programs continuing? Yeah, absolutely. So there, we, we call them fan experience programs. Um, and we'll have a certain ticket allotment that if, if hit, 
Um, we allow groups to do various activities like throwing up the uh, the game ball. Um, we do like co-captains where you'll go out and, and when the uh, captain of each team shakes hands with the referees, you get pictures on court. Um, easy ones that are kind of for the whole entire group are post-game photos on court, post-game free throws. Um, I, I referenced a little bit earlier, like we do halftime performances for like local dance companies, cheer companies, just any way to get involved. Like we're all about kind of sharing that entertainment, that spotlight with the community and um, yeah, and organizations. Now, as I understand it too, the staff particularly, um, they've started joining some of these organizations, local organizations to help more directly with their mission. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So it, it's both from a, a Lakeland Magic standpoint and our support from um, kind of financial membership and or, uh, just encouraging them to spend their time or, or not penalizing, I should say, if they want to spend their time um, going to different volunteer events or, or joining rotary programs or things that are passionate to them. Um, we always try to encourage the best we can, um, you know, to, say, to make sure everybody's aware of that and kind of um, give them the information that's out there for them to choose like what group they would want to go to um, and, and, and serve. We, we do plenty of volunteering opportunities that um, Chase Parker, our director of live entertainment and community relations, does an amazing job of throwing on our calendars just um, ways to volunteer. So like today, I know LVIM, um, there was just a calendar hold and people were able to go uh, go volunteer. Swish is there. Swish is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an open book and very highly encouraged. Now, this is high school basketball season has started mm -hmm. and I've talked to some coaches and players who are kind of excited to have a pro team here in the area. So what do you guys do with high school basketball players um, to get them encouraged and maybe help them along in their development? Yeah, I think it's the the easiest way and what we enjoy doing um, is really just treating them to a game. Or if we work through some of these group fan experience programs we were talking about, um, it, it's ways to have them come out and just meet the team pregame. Um, or just be in attendance and see how the guys go about their work ethic. Um, and it's a, it's their, our, our team's job, um, right? And in high school, it's, it could, at least my dad always told me like sports is your job until, or until you have to start working at, you know, some other pieces too <laughs> yeah. to make a living or um, support some, some lifestyles. But um, at the end of the day, we try to give them access, basically give them access to see like their work ethic and, and how much, if you want to get to that next level, this is what you got to do. Um, but then at the same point, then it's um, kind of being able to go talk to them and, and just show them kind of the ways that they became who they were and work ethic and studying and making sure you, you get your degrees, you're academically eligible, graduate. All those pieces are, are discussed on the front end because it's kind of a short window to, to hit on like a game day or other, other pieces of showing up to schools. But, um, but yeah, all, all of those are kind of packaged into what we offer, what, what high schoolers can can see from our guys. Okay. Now, Lakeland Vision has four focus areas. One of them is economic development. So uh, I'm assuming that with the Lakeland Magic here, that there's an economic impact to the citizens of Lakeland of your presence. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it's, um, that's always an interesting one with sports because I, I did a study before I ever worked in the G League um, with math degree. It was uh, a... Um, kind of looking at different variables to see what sports teams, and it was mostly at the professional level, the, the highest of levels, um, to see what a team kind of meant to the community. 
Um, if you go talk to uh, like Polk County Sports and Marketing, like they have programs that look into this. Um, so without going into like specific numbers, they measure um, the impact of the um, employees like myself that own a home here and move from out of state for this job, which a lot of businesses have obviously that uh, that impact of bringing people in the community. And we're very proud of the Publixes and Amazon warehouses and everything that you know bring jobs here. Um, then it comes from spending habits of those people in here. And then from us, from like an event standpoint, um, we bring people from outside the city of Lakeland in. We keep them here. Uh, we have them spend, you know, downtown going into the game with all the amazing uh, restaurants and things to do, you know, before and after games. Um, and then the other piece that's a, a, an easy one, and it's, it's mostly just because it's on the schedule, but um, we have 30 NBA G League teams as a whole. We have 24 home games. And those teams are all traveling into Lakeland, stay here. Uh, I probably shouldn't say where they stay, but they stay here in, in areas and they eat our food and, and go shop and spend times at, uh, you know, Lakeside Village or, or wherever you might be able to find them. But, but yeah, definitely from that, that's just dollars on, on paper. And then um, from the other side of it too, it's, it's the marketing, right? It's getting Lakeland out there in the community. So when we go play the team in Chicago or when we're on Madison Square Garden, uh, like their TV network, like all of New York can see us play the Westchester Knicks and see Lakeland very proudly displayed across our chest. So there's the there's the dollar approach of just economic impact. And then there's also the marketing of, you know, getting the great name out there in the United States. We play in Canada, we play in Mexico City. So it's it's yeah, North America as well. Now that name, Lakeland Magic, therefore city of Lakeland, um, also get spread across platforms like ESPN, right? Oh yeah. And that top 10 and Yep. Yeah, I've uh so since being here, I've seen us on top 10 uh for at least four times. Um I know BJ Johnson, Josh Majette, um um I know there's another one I'm thinking of, but uh yeah, we're on ESPN top 10, which is hundreds of thousands of viewers anytime that that comes across. Um when we won the championship, we were on the ESPN family of networks. Um, we've played games on ESPN News. There was one time we played a game on ESPN2 and ESPNU at the same time simulcast, which I've never seen on truly any platform, let alone the NBA G League. Um, we play on NBA TV uh, regularly enough. Um, I think we have two two home games this year, I think three in total. But yeah, it's a national, if you're, if you got friends in well, Boise, Idaho, where I grew up, or San Francisco, or you name it, you flip it on and you're gonna be able to see like the NBA G League and the RP funding center and kind of your backyard, our partners, the nonprofits, like just different, different things. But yeah, Lakeland can be seen yeah, everywhere. Now you're also uh, on Valley sports. If I recall, I think I've seen a couple of games yeah. on Valley sports. So well, how does that work? So it, it is our parent club, um, the Orlando magic. They have all of their games um, regionally broadcast with Valley sports, Valley sports. Great. Um, across the United States, they have different sports partnerships with, uh, you know, the lightning, the rays, all the different organizations. And, um, we had, uh, an employee up in Orlando that was very, very close with them and helped us kind of get the introduction, um, talk through. And there's other G league teams that also play on Valley sports, in their, their own kind of, uh, regions. Um, but it's, it was an easy synergy. Valley sports is very focused obviously on their, their scheduling and having, having live, uh, entertainment, um, versus replays or, or, or shows and whatnot. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a no brainer back and forth. They were excited. We were very excited to partner with them because they do an amazing job with the Orlando magic and all those professional teams we just listed. Um, but yeah, it's been a, a great partnership. 
So there, let me go back a little bit because there was a question I meant to ask you because I'm curious about it. How do you go about finding players or recruiting players for the team? Yeah, so that's um, largely uh, done in Orlando by the Orlando Magic Scouts. Um, our GM um, and our assistant GM are both Orlando Magic Scouts as well, so they, they kind of double dip. But um, right now, uh, if, if I'm a betting man, and I, I know I've, I've seen them uh, on the road a little bit recently, but uh, they go watch all 30 NBA G League teams throughout the year. Uh, they're at all the uh, conference tournaments. Um, I saw somebody at, like Georgia Tech the other day. Um, and they're they're scouting for they're trying to scout everybody or anybody that that can play through the NBA and the NBA G League and and even people that might be a little bit below um, that tier as well. Um, and they're just trying to get intel anywhere they can um, shared amongst the group. And then the NBA uh, really as they build out their roster for preseason in the NBA draft, um, they kind of peg players that they would want to bring to the NBA G League. Um, and they bring him to preseason camp, um, kind of go through training camp a little bit. Summer league is a great spot that, that players are found or at least developed and kind of tested through, uh, through the ringer and with, you know, first draft picks, uh, first round, second round. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of an, uh, I'd just say Orlando magic as a whole, just because of how, how large they're built and, and they have kind of a network on everybody. So there are players who have finished their college careers They've not been picked up by anybody. Do you have open tryouts or restricted tryouts for those kinds of players? Yeah. So, so there's, yeah, there's a couple different ways. We just kind of talked about the, the preseason Orlando magic training camp and some of those pieces, but um, from a local player tryout uh, every season, um, NBA G league teams host um, one to two tryouts in, in their home market. Um, and it's kind of a way to see if any, anybody that played at Southeastern, uh, or any of the local colleges, like if they're, if they're good enough to be on the practice squad, um, there's been players that have gone through the NBA G league ranks and into the NBA, um, that have gone from local player tryouts. Um, they didn't get picked up. They didn't get drafted during the, uh, the NBA draft. They didn't get a call right after to join training camp right away. But then in the summer they tried out here in Lakeland. Um, they tried out in other places and. They made the team, stuck on the roster, uh, you know, hit, hit some hot streaks, and people realized, like, all right, these guys can play. And it's it's tough to do because um, the NBA G League is extremely talented and, and continuing to get more and more talented as, as it becomes more popular. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, there's definitely ways local talent can, can see. Okay, and now just one more question on that. Um, do you pick out the players who get the tryout, or can they walk in – and say, hey, I'm Rick. I'm pretty good. Give me a shot. We, we would give you a shot. It's it's truly anybody. Anybody that's interested in, in participating can. There's a little recruiting, or, or when I say recruiting, more just like reaching out to agents um, and letting them know what's available. Um, even in my background, I've been doing this for nine seasons. So I, when I was on the basketball side, I know agents that have interest in getting their players um, involved. So it's a little bit of both just to get eyes on on talent and see, see how they do. Okay, so that sounded like an invitation for me to... It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> you and all the viewers, anybody who wants to. Yeah, just don't tell my wife that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so let's uh, talk a little bit about the, the game itself because there are different levels for people to come in and watch the game. So real quickly, yeah. 
How, how do they get to watch the game, actually get tickets? And what are those levels? Yeah, so if you go to lakelandmagic.com, um, you can go to forward slash promotions. We have all of our tickets listed. Um, we have bowl seats. There's not a bad seat in the house. Uh, very, very affordable. That was the goal of us being here is to be um, family-friendly, fun, affordable. The ball never stops bouncing. So if you come, there's bowl access. There's VIP. Put your feet on, on the floor. Catch a player. Throw them back. You're that close. Um, you can hear it all. VIP access of, of food and all-you-can-eat seats. Um, and then from like the entertainment that's there for like kids, we've got bounce houses and all kinds of interactive zones there. Um, and then we try to do basically a giveaway every single night. So if you walk in, you're going to get a snow globe, you're going to get a lightsaber, you're going to get any of the, the fun activities. But um, yeah, it's it's really fun for everybody. Um, even if you aren't necessarily a basketball fan growing up, it's just a fun live music and or not live music, but music, you know, throughout the game and, and just these high level of athletes playing. Well, Hans, thank you. Uh, and I can vouch for the fact that it's fun whether you're a basketball fan or not. I took my daughter to a game a couple of weeks ago. She had never been to any kind of game, wasn't particularly interested in going to that one, and had a great time. Yeah, well, and, very glad. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it worked out really well. I'd encourage anybody to, to support the Magic. They're here in our town, and we have our own professional basketball league. Yes. Well, Hans, thank you very much. We're glad to have you. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Listen Lakeland. Your feedback is valued. And we encourage you to head over to www.lakelandvision.org to participate in our monthly survey related to today's show topic. Listen Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications, a community working together to provide an exceptional quality of life. Thank you for being with us.